Hello, hello. Welcome to Road Trip to Bliss. My name is Lisa and I'm your host, your guide, your driver. And let's hop right in. You know, I don't like to mess around. Just get right to the point because you don't want to hear me ramble on about nothingness. And you came here to hear what I have to say about a particular subject. So here we go. Today is about self-sabotage. This is a catchphrase I've heard all over the place lately. And we tend to hear these phrases but we don't really, you understand them. You have a surface understanding, but we don't usually dive deep enough into them to really understand them and put them into, not practice, but understanding them, being super acutely aware of them and be able to process them and overcome them. Okay, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about eight reasons or causes, uh, factors of self-sabotage. And it's really a very complex behavior and it can arise from so many different factors. And why we do it is really fascinating. So I wanted to go over some of these and perhaps you can, perhaps you'll be able to recognize some of these and go, ah, that's why I do it. And as always, my show is all about helping one person, one sentence, one word, anything that can change your life, I'm all for it. All right, so here we go. And I'm going to get personal on some of these. <laughs> all right, so number one, the reasons why we engage in self-sabotage, which basically means screwing things up yourself so that you don't have to deal with the consequences. And this will all make more sense at the end of my list. Number one is self-worth and self-esteem. So if you have so low self-esteem or feelings of basic unworthiness, it can lead you to sabotage your own efforts as a way to reinforce your negative beliefs about yourself and just to prevent that disappointment and or rejection. And this was life-changing for me was to understand that my brain is built to protect me. It's, that's its job, is to protect me, keep me safe. And when things don't feel safe, there's a freak out ride happening. So once you understand that and you go, oh, this is why this is happening. This is why awareness is so crucial to everything. Everything, everything is awareness. So once you're aware that your brain operates in this keep me safe mode at all times, just protect me. I That's the whole purpose or meaning behind fight or flight is your body back in the day had to know, do I run away from this tiger or do I fight it? And your brain ever since then is geared and programmed to keep you safe. That's its job. Keep safe and keep things in order. <laughs> All right, and find a way of solution. So here we go. Anyway, that's number one, is if you suffer from low self-esteem or you feel unworthy, you will absolutely sabotage any efforts so that you can say, aha, I was right. I couldn't do that. I knew this was going to happen. And this allows you to prevent disappointment rejection. So it keeps you safe. Number two is a fear of failure. This is my number two fear 
is the fear of failure. And it can be absolutely paralyzing, which I'm sure you've all experienced the paralyzed, frozen, I don't want to move mode because I'm scared. And you're not quite sure why, but you just know that you don't want to move. You just don't want to move. You don't want to make an advancement because you don't want to sh shake things up, right? So if you are afraid of pain, the perceived pain or embarrassment or judgment of a failure and what that may bring, you're going to sabotage any efforts to face those fears or face those obstacles or pursue certain things so that you can be safe. So fear of failure is humongous. But it's not my number one. My number one is number three, which is fear of success. And when the first time I heard this, I was like, that doesn't make sense. But I suffer from this hugely as I'm talking to you right now. I have this humongous pit feeling in my stomach that I'm going to be successful and I don't know what the hell to do with that. And this is so surprising, but the fear of success can really drive self-sabotage because achieving success means what? Stepping into the unknown, scary, taking on new responsibilities, scary, facing higher expectations, scary. And all of that can be scary, daunting, uncomfortable. So let's just avoid it. I'll just stay in my little comfort zone and not pursue success because that's just scary, scary all around. And that's my number one self-sabotaging thing that I'm working on. As we speak, I'm still working on it. <laughs> all right. Number four is, here we go, comfort zone mentality. So if you have a natural inclination to stay in that comfort zone, even if it means hindering personal growth or missing out on opportunities, you will you will self-sabotage because it's just a way to maintain familiarity and avoid that risk that is so is associated with change. I'm not quite afraid of change so much as I'm afraid of success and failure. Change I'm, I'm kind of okay with uh, for the most part. I won't say I'm, a, I'm good, great at it, but it's, I, I, it's not my number one thing. All right, number five is perfectionism. And this is one I harp on all the time is progress over perfection. If you've heard me say that a billion times, you'd be billionaires. But perfectionism is absolutely overwhelming, unattainable. And it's that fear of not meeting those high standards that can lead to self-sabotage. Again, as a way to protect yourself from failure, criticism, or so on. So progress, people, progress over perfection. Just make progress. Just be a better person than you were yesterday. And you're ahead. You've won. All right, number six, of course, past experiences and beliefs, negative past experiences, learned beliefs, trauma. That all shapes into self-sabotaging behavior. And you may subconsciously recreate those situations to protect yourself from perceived harm. And I know a lot of people feel like they hear past trauma, they hear past 
uh, they hear limited beliefs and they automatically think of their parents. But this is not true. Think of kids that you grew up with. They're mean as hell. Kids are cruel. Kids are cruel, mean, and can do damage. So it's not always the parent. Sometimes it is the kids, the teachers. I've had some really, really screwed up teachers that told me things that I still think of today. So it's not just your parents. Think outside the box and think of those other people around you that probably gave you some learned beliefs you need to let go of. All right, number seven is basically emotional regulation difficulty. So if you have a hard time managing emotions or coping with stress, it can actually lead to very self-destructive behaviors or impulsive behaviors, which in turn sabotages your success. All right. Number eight is lack of self-awareness. As I always say, without self-awareness or understanding of your own tendencies, your patterns, why you do the crap you do, it's going to be very challenging to recognize them and address them effectively. So it's just important to note that it's not deliberate. It's not conscious. It's just a response that's driven by all these underlying emotions, fears, beliefs. And by increasing your awareness and cultivating some self-compassion, seek support when needed, you can really work towards overcoming self-sabotage and achieving your goals more effectively. And isn't that what we all want? <laughs> so thank you as always for listening. I appreciate your time. Now you know my number one fear is fear of success. So hopefully this show is a humongous success and I can get over my fear. <laughs> all right, guys, have an awesome day and thank you so much. Talk to you soon.